Talk of the Town is a public service program produced by Midwest Family Springfield, airing Sunday morning on 92.7 WMAY, 98.7 WNNS, 97.7 WQLZ, and 102.5 The Lake. The mission of the show is to provide you with new information on the great organizations and great people in the Springfield area who work hard to make things easier for others throughout our community and to make Springfield a better place to live. The intent of this program is to be timely, topical, to entertain, and to inform. This is Talk of the Town, Trent Nelson. We are so happy to have you listening this morning for another great episode. We have three wonderful guests. You know all of them if you've been listening to this point. Troy Gilmore of the Illinois Department of Natural Resources Land Management is back to speak with us about what's going on for the rest of the summer. Moving forward, we have Melissa Horn of the Greater Springfield Chamber of Commerce here to talk to us about a job fair in the offing. And we have Michael Thomas and Stephen Peralta of Silsa. And they're here to tell us a bit more about WOW Awards as well as about some of the people who've recently won them and when we'll find out who's winning the next batch. It's a great show, great speakers, great time. So stay tuned, hang out with us. Let's talk of the town. Talk of the town here, Trent Nelson, along with our wonderful friend and guest, Troy Gilmore of the Illinois Department of Natural Resources and Office of Land Management. We're so happy to have you again. Thank you so much, Troy. Trent, thanks for having me on today. Oh, couldn't, couldn't go without it. So, Troy, last time you came onto the show, we talked about what the community can expect from the Department of Natural Resources Office of Land Management around the Springfield Sangamon area. But today, today we're going to speak about what specific things for the rest of the summer can the community look to really enjoy around Springfield, around Sangamon County. So, so this is the third year? Third year. Third year of walk, hike, bike history. Yeah, this is a program that we started three years ago. If people want to remember back to that time, it was during the pandemic, and we were finding that people wanted outlets, creative outlets, to be able to get outside. And as a historic site, we found an opportunity to do that through this program, Walk, Hike, Bike History. And as the name implies, you get to walk you get to hike and you get to bike and learn about history. So we took the program outside and we visit some lesser known historic sites. Some of our history walks are in downtown Springfield where we will go around the community and either point out existing or they pre-existed places where important things happened, important people did cool things and some bike tours that are in downtown Springfield that visit some of the lesser-known historic sites. I always say that Abraham Lincoln is a pivotal point to Springfield and the history that happened here, but there is more to Springfield history than just Abraham Lincoln, and this program explores it. Do we do the, the existing surviving history of the community disservice when we focus so greatly on such a wonderful individual as the former president instead of giving everyone and everything its due? Well, you know, if I had multiple children besides just one, I would want to treat them all equally. And 
even though there may be a favorite. But at some point in time, we utilize Lincoln as a draw for Springfield. It's a very important part of our state and our nation's history. But through Lincoln's work, we can even highlight other individuals who worked fighting for those same things that Lincoln did, and we can showcase some of their stories too. Maybe not even during the same time period of Lincoln, but still fighting for those same ideals. And so Walk, Bike, Hike History looks to do that in in an active setting, taking history out of the classroom, out of the the lecture hall, and, and onto the streets, into the community. On, the, on our last get-together, you spoke and mentioned about the historical interpreters that work in this program and, and so many other programs. Why does history need interpretation? Well, it's a tough thing to understand. And sometimes our view of history changes. And so it's important for us to know the background, to know the stories about people, about places. And our historical interpreters do a fabulous job of researching uh, history that happened right here in the capital city and showcasing that. And they do a fabulous job in telling those stories. And they tell those stories not only in the Lincoln neighborhood, and not only at the Frank Lloyd Wright House, the Dana Thomas House, but over at Oak Ridge Cemetery too. Correct? Yeah, yeah, for sure. In in Oak Ridge Cemetery, you know, there there's more than seventy thousand people that are buried in the cemetery, and every one of those people have a story to tell. And um, recently, there's been some work that's been done on finding out some stories particularly as it relates to African-Americans who are buried there in the cemetery, just less than a quarter of a mile away from where the gravesite of Abraham Lincoln is. There is a grave of a colored soldier who fought for the 29th United States Colored Troops, and he didn't have a marker until a few years ago. And community support was raised, and Lewis Martin, a private of the 29th USCT, now has a very prominent marker. And just buried a couple hundred feet away from him is a guy named Thomas Carroll. And he is the father of Eva Carroll Monroe, who started the first African-American orphanage in Illinois here in Springfield. And so you start to see how all this stuff relates. And so our historical interpreters weave these stories together, whether it's a hike in Oak Ridge Cemetery whether it's a downtown walking tour talking about, you know, women from the time period, whether it's a bike tour where we get to go to the Lincoln Colored Home, we get to tell the stories about these significant people in Springfield. And it's just, it's a delight to be able to share those things with people. It sounds absolutely fantastic, scintillating even. I know that I first learned about Eva Carroll Monroe when we trekked through the Bicentennial Plaza. Mm-hmm. And so it is absolutely breathtaking, I think, to go around the city and to end up, as you noted, connecting individuals from parts of the city to other parts of the city, from moments to other moments, circumstances to other circumstances. And so with August upon us, what, what can be done in terms of walk, bike, hike history? 
for the rest of the season. Sure. So our tours will continue all the way up until the first part of November, you know, or until the snow starts to fly. So we we don't think that it's probably uh, a lot of people are going not going to want to bundle up immensely in order to do that. However. Now that I say that, in February, during Black History Month, we had people doing that in Oak Ridge Cemetery. So we will continue these tours as long as there's interest. And people can find out interest by going to um, our website. Or if you just type in any search engine, Walk, Hike, Bike History, Springfield, Illinois, you'll come up with our schedule of events. And you can find ways to register for those. And we have cemetery walking tours. We've got downtown walking tours. We've got bike rides that are in Springfield. The bike rides are very casual. They're very slow paced. You don't have to be a racer in order to ride one of these. If you bring your own bike, we'll make it enjoyable for you. And they will. I, I, have, I have proof of this to some degree. Again, we get caught up in the large, right, in, in the overt in the Dana Thomas house, in Lincoln's neighborhood, and his, um, his livelihood, his, his houses and where he worked. But between Wednesdays and Sundays, the Illinois Department of Natural Resources, they get up to a lot of stuff. You guys get up to a lot of different things. Will you go through some of those? Sure. So we've got three different cemetery hikes that take place. There's a Friends of Lincoln hike, which the name would imply, that we talk about contemporaries of Abraham Lincoln of the time period that are buried in Oak Ridge Cemetery. We've got a military history hike that focuses on several different wars of veterans that are buried in Oak Ridge Cemetery. And then there's a black history walk that stays a little bit more to some of the paved roads. We don't take off and go on on some of the more rough terrain. So if you're wanting to explore something that's maybe a cemetery hike, but you're not quite sure about trampsing through some of the wooded areas, you can certainly go on the Black History Walk. And that focuses on very prominent African-Americans who are buried in Oak Ridge Cemetery. Prominent and maybe lesser known, like Lewis Martin, who's buried in Oak Ridge Cemetery. And then there's some downtown walking tours as well. We have a race riot tour that focuses on the 1908 race riots. And uh, we visit some of the memorials and some of the markers that are in downtown Springfield for that. And then there's two different women's history walks that focus on different time periods and their relationship to the political culture in Springfield. And those start at the Lincoln Home neighborhood. And so if you're in and around the area, that's an easy place to go. And uh, our guide will take you through downtown Springfield, pointing out some of the significant history places. And then the bike tours that I lead, we've got two of them. There's an eight-mile bike tour and there's a five-mile bike tour. Those start at different places, but they're casual rides around town. And we go to some of these places that, for instance, three or four lots away from Abraham Lincoln's house, there was a guy who lived there. His name was Jameson Jenkins. And guess what? He was an underground railroad conductor right in Lincoln's neighborhood. And so we we talk about the relationship that Jenkins and Lincoln might have had and uh, get to see how all of that plays into this really fascinating history of Springfield. And the technology that exists on that plot is is fascinating and really adds to the experience, I believe, as well. Oh, yeah. You're talking about the AR stuff where you can scan your phone right there with a little QR code or whatever it is and pull up 
what Jenkins house might've looked like. Cause it is an empty lot. I mean, like it's vacant. There's not a single building that's on there, but through some historical artifactual digs and things like that, archeological digs, I think that's the right term. The national park service has recreated what Jenkins house might've looked like and through this augmented reality. We can thank archaeologists. We can thank anthropologists. We all work together to to ensure that history moves on. Trent Nelson, talk of the town, talking to Troy Gilmore, the Illinois Department of Natural Resources Office of Land Management. I know last time we asked why history is so important to know. With this wonderful conversation that we've had, why is history so important to know, Troy? History is important to know because... I think it helps us understand better who we are. You know, maybe there's some things that people aren't proud of in their past. And maybe that will change them as a person currently in the future, being aware of those things that are in their past. And I think that that can be across the board nationwide for us too, is that if there are things that we just don't know, we can delve into history We can learn more about those things. We can become better people. We can become better citizens. We can be active in our community, and it's important for us to know our history. Troy Gilmore, every time you come on the show, we learn so much. We thank you for your time and your consideration and your courtesy as always. Thanks so much. This is Trent Nelson. This has been Talk of the Town. This is Talk of the Town, Trent Nelson, and we are... Joined again by our lovely friend, Melissa Horn of the Greater Springfield Chamber of Commerce. Thank you so much for coming down to speak with us again, Melissa. Thanks for having me. Too good to pass up a conversation with you. Anytime we can get one, we'll take it. So this time, from what I understand, there is a certain job fair in the offing that the community could, could hopefully materially benefit from attending. Uh, Would you give us more information on that, please? Absolutely. So August 29th, Tuesday at the Crown Plaza, we will hold our fall job fair with presenting sponsor Lincoln Land Community College. It'll be from four to six. We are looking for a few more employers to be a part of the job fair. If there are businesses out there looking for potential candidates, full-time, part-time, seasonal, um, contact the chamber to get your booth so you can meet those potential employers. Um, we, Like I said, we still have a few booth spots available and job seekers, it's free of charge to come to this job fair. Free of charge for individuals that may need a job or at least a new job. Uh, that is That is a positive deal as far as I can tell. Absolutely. So what benefits can employers expect to find by getting a booth at the job fair and by attending the job fair in general. Yeah, so we do extensive pushes on social media. We've done radio advertisement. We've done print advertisement for this job fair. So your businesses are getting out there within the community because every time a new employer books with us to be part of the job fair, your name is automatically put on our website stating that you'll be at the job fair for employers to look at or for job seekers to look at. So we really, again, advocate for those businesses to make sure that they are part of um, an event that they want to be at, especially if they do have positions available uh, and open that job seekers might be interested in. It ranges from medical. It ranges from you know the school districts. It ranges to Lincoln Land Community College. Uh, the, 
you know, there's a plethora of like, I'm hoping to have at least 50 employers there. I'm at 47, so. <laughs> oh, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that's a good amount of representation from across the community. And of course, the community is, is consistently looking to push that unemployment number down. Correct. Even as it sits at, in a very positive place. Very true. Um, right now. What about the current time period that we're in? Why is it so good for, for employees looking for work? Yeah, so it's like I was telling my husband the other day, it's the dime a dozen. If you don't like a job one week, there's going to be a job for you the next week. It's finding the right fit that's for you. Um, and I think our job fair is one of the better ones out there because we do see about 100 plus job seekers that walk through those doors. And we have close to 50 employers out there looking to interview potential candidates for their organization. It's just really what's going to fit those employers and what's going to fit those job seekers that's going to make that mold work for the both of them. Absolutely. And this is Talk of the Town, Trent Nelson. I'm here with Melissa Horn the Greater Springfield Chamber of Commerce. So happy to have her as always. It's wonderful to hear you speak about employees because so often the focus is on employers who mm -hmm. are providing the work, right? But it's important to consider, as you're saying, the fit. Mm -hmm. Fits need to be right on both ends. Yep. And it's wonderful that you guys are helping to provide that then. Absolutely. So if I'm coming down to the Crown Plaza and I'm looking for work, what can I expect it to be like? What can I expect the procedures to be like? Yeah, so really you'll see my face at the front door for in front of the job fair and we'll hand you an employer list that lists all the employers that will be inside the room. We'll also have Illinois WorkNet. They have catalogs that will also be out. They're a great support for our job seekers. And then you just go in and you go up and down these aisles and meet with the potential employers that fit your needs. Again, you can go to the website, www.gscc.org, to see the list of all the employers that are going to be participating in our job fair on August 29th. So a little research is recommended. Yes, uh, yes. To ensure that you have the best time possible when you're looking for perhaps your new job, perhaps your new career. Absolutely. Bring those resumes, too. Don't forget your resume. <laughs> and a pen. <laughs> resume, pen. And a smile. Smile, PDF. Yeah. D, all of the above. Correct. Well, that. thank you so much, Melissa. That is absolutely fantastic. And, and we are fortunate to have you down here uh, speaking with us again. And we hope to see you down at the job fair, and we hope to see so many others joining you. I'll be there. Thank you so much for coming down. Take care, all right? Thanks. And it's been Talk of the Town with Trent Nelson. And we're back. Talk of the Town with Trent Nelson. And we are here with Silsa again. Again, they were pleasant and kind enough, as always, to come down. Thank you, Michael and Stephen. How are we today? Doing great. How are you? Uh, every day is a marvelous day. And last time we had you gentlemen come down to speak about Silsa. We really gave an overview of what Silsa does. We alluded to the WOW Award, the prestigious Community WOW Awards, and, and what makes this such a positive endeavor. But, but today, we need to discuss more about WOW because there are so many wonderful people throughout the community who do such great and hard work. And whether they've been previously celebrated and honored, 
or they're in the process of perhaps being celebrated on it. We have to know more about this. So, so please, can we have a bit of a refresher as to what the WOW Awards are? Sure. Um, it's actually a program that SILSA offers. Uh, it's the brainchild of two of our board members, uh, Julie Davis, as well as Tracy Dowell over at the Running Center. But what we do is once a quarter, we recognize someone in our community for doing some type of random act of kindness or some extraordinary type of customer service. And we thank them for their efforts and and surprise them with an award in front of their peers, in front of their employer. We uh, post their, their story on our website and we share that story with others in the community. But the WOW Award and its recognition, which is actually sponsored by 92.7 WMAY, so thank you. But it's really um, recognizing someone who makes a difference in our lives and may go above and beyond um, to create some simple or extraordinary act of random act of kindness or superior customer service. So it could be someone that serves you in your drive through restaurant that you might visit before work. It could be someone that you visit in the healthcare world or maybe somebody in, in one of our tourist sites here in the Springfield community. But to recognize somebody, you just have to visit us at our website, which is www.cilcsa-springfield.com and fill out the form and we will take that into consideration. You do not have to be a member to recognize someone for a while. And you do not have to be a member of SILSA to, to win a WOW recognition as well. And, and to that point, when has the previous window for WOW awards closed? When can we maybe expect to hear of winners? Yeah, that's a great question. So we actually just wrapped up uh, last quarter. You know, we had a couple of great winners. Christina Goldman with Advanced Healthcare and Bernadette Wallace with McDonald's. And I tell you, just to Steve's point, you know, it's neat for our board and Julie and Tracy. We interact with the employer or organization and really keep it a surprise. You know, we want to be able to um, capture that person's expression and, you know, just their excitement. A lot of these folks, um, you know, some of them have never been recognized or awarded before, you know, so that's an extra special piece. You know, I think about Christina with Advanced Healthcare, and, you know, obviously when you're dealing with healthcare, you know, it can be uh, up its ups and downs and just tragic stories. And um, the nominator just spoke about Christine's, you know, selflessness and how she's able to give back. And for this particular one, she had went above and beyond on her own time and uh, secured a walker for an individual. You know, something above that, that nature is just... You don't hear about those stories enough, right? Um, and then Bernadette, who's at McDonald's, we've come to find out she's like a national or a, a local star. You know, anyone that we, that heard about Bernadette at McDonald's seemed to have an experience with her, but no one had ever recognized her, right? So the owners of the local McDonald's they really embraced it and took it as an opportunity to highlight her and just just celebrate her for who she is. You know, then I think back to some of our previous winners, you know, we had to the top tree service and, you know, these guys are out doing their job, right? They're not thinking anything special or different about who they are, how they show up each and every day. But yet someone took the time, actually one of our advisory board members, Steve Miller from INB took the time to nominate them because it was special and different, the experience he received, you know, and uh, so we were able to celebrate them and their crew and their family. You know, our first winner, Kayla Gravens, I think about her with Downtown Springfield Incorporated and, um, you know, it was just a community event. Right. We were downtown at the old Capitol. We all came together and just, again, we're able to celebrate and recognize her for who she is. And everyone from Springfield Clinic to Walmart, Lowe's, we've had some extraordinary winners come to the surface through this WOW Award. 
And how does this recognition, how does it reflect back when, when the person does find out, when they do become surprised by this wonderful innovation that's being presented to them? So we, we talk about this often within our group, but we work, again, with the employer to surprise the employee. We create a plaque with the employee's name on the plaque, and we put a lot of hard work into that. Each, each nomination is actually evaluated by our advisory committee. It's scored by nine neutral people. But whenever we go and we celebrate a WOW winner, it has not failed yet. They are very surprised. They're very humbled often tears of emotion and gratitude. So the, the, the winners are just very motivated to do their job even better. But I will tell you, those of us on the board and the other community members that join us, we take as much pleasure in that experience and we also share emotion. And it selfishly makes us feel better about who we are because ultimately that's what SILSA was created for is to recognize people for doing a good job and promoting that behavior so more people will visit Springfield. So that's our goal. And what a goal it is. And it's not a, an incredibly difficult concept, right? Let's acknowledge the wonderful people that do the wonderful things. And, uh, and maybe more people will want to do wonderful things for one another. And that's really special. So this nomination process is for the last term, last period is closed, correct? July 15th, our last round just closed. We'll be announcing a winner soon from those nominations. I mean, if I could real quick, you know, since December, we've had a wonderful problem. A couple times now, we've had to recognize two winners from our nominations because they're just so high quality and such good stories of good customer service where we haven't been able to pick one. There's been ties, and we've went ahead and recognized two people a couple different times now um, throughout that process. Not only do the winners receive an awesome celebration and experience, but even people that were nominated receive a nice handwritten letter and a certificate from our board. And, you know, just to hear about that they're still being recognized and nominated. They may not have won this time, but again, just making them feel good and letting them know that how they treat people matters. So, and, and to your question, Trent, the last round just closed. We've had the most submissions ever in a three-month period. So, I think more people in our community are hearing about this award and are participating and submitting nominations. We'll we'll announce we'll we'll know who the winner is within the next two weeks, and then we will work with their employers for the next couple weeks after that, and and hopefully nominate them within the next thirty to forty five days. That's our goal, or recognize them, I should say. Talk of the town. Trent Nelson, we're here with Michael Thomas and Stephen Peralta. We appreciate having you guys down today again, making some time for us. The recognition process is, I'm sure, humbling for people. But that handwritten letter, just acknowledging that somebody does something, it doesn't have to be the biggest thing, but just acknowledging it is so powerful. And I think we're seeing, thanks to what SILS is up to, how that hard work and that kindness is spreading the community and, and we really appreciate you having you guys on today uh, once again and we're looking forward to hearing who the winners are who the next winners are as well as when the next period is is coming to its end so that we can find out who else is doing special kind things across the community thanks for having us trent thank you very much and it's been talk of the town with trent nelson appreciate you listening mm-hmm.
Thanks for listening to Talk of the Town. We'll be back next Sunday morning. Talk of the Town is a public service of Midwest Family Springfield. If you have any questions about today's program or previous programs, contact the show at MidwestFamilySPI.com slash Talk of the Town or call Midwest Family Springfield at 217-629-7077. Are you looking for more in this world? Are you ready for something bigger? Then we are looking for you. The big-hearted, the bold, the messy and the gutsy. The teachers, the growers, the builders. The skilled, the sharers, the change makers. We need you. We are the Peace Corps. In more than 60 countries, we go all in and all out. We are volunteers, partners, communities, working together, living together, bringing our experience, passion, and joy to building a better world together. From tackling climate change in Mexico to keeping kids healthy in Kenya, from sustainable farming in the Philippines to education in Kosovo, we learn more, give more, share freely, and serve boldly. Are you ready to tackle the tough stuff? to go the distance to make a difference, then we have a place where you belong. Join us at PeaceCorps.gov. Now. We tend not to think about now. We dream about tomorrow, relive yesterday. But sometimes we don't see what's right in front of us. Victory over cancer is in front of us. Right now, cancer research is saving lives. Cancer research funded by the V Foundation is leading to new discoveries and new treatments and ultimately, one day, victory over cancer. Right now, one out of every two men and one out of every three women will get cancer in their lifetime. Now is your moment. You may save someone you love. The V Foundation has the skill, the speed, and the strength to achieve victory over cancer. Because today's cancer research is tomorrow's victory. Learn more at v.org. Don't give up. Don't ever give up.